Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, we had a really good day yesterday. Ag Day at the Capitol. More than 300 farmers from across the state gathered together at the Monona Terrace Convention Center. Governor Tony Evers spent some time with the group talking about his three-pronged approach to trying to help Wisconsin farmers and our rural communities. Josh Scramlin, Reba McClone were there. They've got all the details for us as we roll through the hour. How are you? I'm Pam Yankee, and I'll tell you what, weather today not going to provide us too many challenges, at least not from this forecast. We're not going to warm up a whole bunch, that's for sure, but uh, still staying right on average. Today, expect cloudy skies all across our listening area. Our daytime highs, probably right up to 27 degrees. Tomorrow, we'll see more sunshine and 31. Friday, uh, clouds back in the forecast, but will be up to 33 degrees. Weather does not look like it's going to be an issue for the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. I got a chance to visit with Bob Carls, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Soybean Association. He is reminding everybody, even if you didn't register in advance, they welcome you at the Corn Soy Expo. They see a lot of walk-in traffic, and we're hoping you'll be uh, one of those folks. Talking with Bob after 5.30. Do you have a sweet little bundle of joy in your life that sounds like this? Or maybe even like this sometimes? Well, regardless if they're laughing, crying, sleeping, eating, or anything else the babies do, we here at the Farm Report want to give your baby a free Farm Report baby bib and turn them into a fabulous farm baby. The fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke and Quick Trip have teamed up, and all you have to do is head to MidwestFarmReport.com and tell us where to send that bib. This has all been made possible thanks to the good people at Quick Trip as they support Wisconsin agriculture. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Well, it looks like we are really enjoying some decent weather, especially positive when it comes to all the winter meetings we've got going on. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. It was a full house yesterday at the Monona Terrace Convention Center for the 2020 Ag Day at the Capitol. I'm happy that it was uh, a full house because it's at least a good month earlier than it normally would be, Scott. So uh, folks didn't have any travel issues, but then that's kind of been the case for all of our winter conferences so far, hasn't it? It has been, and this is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. Pam, it's a long shot travel-wise, weather-wise from a year ago, isn't it? And that's okay with me because during the weekend, I hit the Wisconsin Farmers Union 89th Annual Convention at Rothschild, and there Darren Von Ruden was re-elected to another term as the organization's president. And while many policies, starting with the organization's work toward a dairy supply management system, their longstanding issues within the WFU, Von Ruden said there are always new challenges. I asked him about his time as the WFU president, 
and about some of those long-standing and old policy-standing challenges. Darren, how many years have you been president now? It seems like it's going to be a long time. It's, it's a decade now. Uh, I think, uh, well, or will be with the election process. If I'm lucky enough to be uh, voted in again, I think it'll be uh, the 10th term starting after this convention. As always, a ton of policy issues on the floor here. What are some of the keys? I can bet supply management might be uh, among them. A twist on it with the Dairy Together program follow-up. What's up? Yeah, so certainly that's uh, going to be one of our special orders of business uh, that we're going to be talking about and hopefully uh, passing through the, the process that we're going to go through. But certainly looking at, you know, we want to be ready for the next Farm Bill debate. Uh, what's happening in Washington right now, there just isn't any um, enthusiasm or wanting to deal with that agricultural issues um, because they want the Farm Bill to work. So, uh, you know, what we're seeing, you know, when you lose 800 dairy farms a, a year in the state of Wisconsin, we've got to do something different. The structure needs to change, and that's one of the things that we're working on right now within the Dairy Together program. And then it's also, you know, really encouraging what the Wisconsin Farm Bureau did at their annual meeting back in December, um, getting some language in to look at growth management, uh, you know, supply management, growth management. Uh, you know, it's all about how do we how do we make the system work for farmers and make sure that there's a, a high quality, adequate food supply for the consumer. On the national floor, the National Farmers Union Convention coming up, I guess, in Savannah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Savannah, Georgia, uh, March 1 through 3, so, you know, a little over a month away. Um, and, and we've got a lot of support from the major dairy states within National Farmers Union to adopt the uh, language. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're getting that uniform voice. You know, when we go to D.C., uh, our elected officials a lot of times say that while you're talking three different things all the time. And what we're really trying to focus on is that single message uh, that we can then take to our elected officials in what, in what Madison and in Washington, D.C., to, to have that single voice that will carry through um, and get something that will be good for dairy producers and corn and soybean producers, you know, really all of agriculture, hopefully, we can use this mechanism for. As sad as it is, with more than 800 farmers out in Wisconsin, dairy farmers again this year, is it actually becoming easier to go at it with a single voice now because of the raw numbers? You know, I, it, it, that's probably part of it, but I think the other part is is that the farmers that are still in business want to see change. Uh, you know, we can't continue under this, this the same system that's been putting so many of us out of business. we got to figure out a different way to price our milk, and if it takes a little bit of control one way or another, uh, we need to do that. Uh, because otherwise, the last man standing, that last man is not standing. He's he's going to eventually fall too. So we need to find a, a system or a, a, a structure that allows many farmers to stay in business. What are some of the other issues? I remember from years ago that uh, vertical integration was an issue and a while ago Walmart of course opened a processing plant of its own. Are those on the floor yet? Yes, they are. And, uh, you know, monopoly issues, uh, you know, the, the proper term is antitrust, but everybody knows the word monopoly and they mean the same thing. So we're really trying to focus on monopolies and what that's doing within the agricultural sector. Uh, you know, we're seeing some support on that, too, really on the, the high-tech industry, too. You know, they're, they're, they're looking at, you know, having fewer and fewer players in that, which makes it uncompetitive, uh, you know, so 
we, we need to stop some of these monopolies from happening before it's too late. And looking at the presidential election year this year, there's some candidates that are really strong on monopoly issues, and they want to make sure that we've got more and more businesses instead of less and less. And so it's going to be an interesting time within the state of Wisconsin because of some of the issues we're working on. How about some of the immigration issues uh, related to agriculture? Uh, those on the floor, too? You know, we've got some standing policy, and there hasn't been much discussion on it uh, within membership this year. Um, it doesn't seem to affect our members quite as much as it does some other organizations, uh, but it's certainly something that we talk about and want to keep an eye on because, you know, the immigrant labor that is out there needs to have a, a fair minimum wage or a fa fair pay, too. So, uh, you know, we, we do keep track on it, but it's not a high priority. Anything else hot that you want to take to Savannah, to the National Convention? Well, certainly, uh, you know, another issue that's uh, primed in, in Wisconsin is water. And, uh, you know, just looking at where the governor is at right now and some of the thought, things that he wants to do, you know, we've got to, and as an organization, had water as a priority for many years, too. And with it being such a, a, a special uh, uh, a special uh, natural resource, you know, you know, as it being a, a one a, a high priority natural resource and such a special natural resource. If we don't protect it today, will it be there for our grandkids and their grandkids? And so, we really need to make sure that we protect it at the state we're at, so that the next generations have it. You mentioned the governor, and that brought to mind his state of the state address and some of the proposals that he's. Uh, bringing forth. Are you uh, trying to work with uh, Representative Voss and, and Senator Fitzgerald to get some things moving? Well, we, we hope they do, yes. Uh, you know, we're supportive of, of, of the ideas that the governor is putting forward. Uh, you know, it's, it's money that... Uh, should have been there years ago maybe but you know it's it's here today agriculture is becoming more of a focus within the administration which is a good sign uh, you know it's it's just too bad that it you know our, our situations where it's at uh, uh, but the programs or the the ideas that he's putting forward will certainly uh, you know start to restructure some of the issues hopefully um, and solve some of the, the ongoing uh, structural financial issues that we're facing in the state there seem to be some uh, concerns about who gets credit for what. How do you feel about that kind of thinking? You know, we're we're a one nation. Um, you know, we're all U.S. citizens, and to get down to the the party differentials, um, you know, we need to work together. You know, our our forefathers and our previous elected officials seem to find a way to come together and and say let's get this done for the betterment of the state of wisconsin um, and we're not seeing that in both wisconsin and in in washington dc right now there's this i'm not going to do anything if the other party is going to have any part of it um, which is sad yeah you know we need to work together because that's what makes the nation stronger that's newly re-elected Wisconsin Farmers Union President Darren Von Ruden of Westby. Darren did say that participants in the Dairy Together program are meeting weekly via phone, and those phone calls do include members from the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, and that future meetings are going to be scheduled with that program. Some of the other major issues that the Wisconsin Farmers Union followed up on policy-wise included the issue of citing large livestock facilities, concentration in agriculture, 
health care, climate change policy, country of origin labeling, and state and national tax policy. On the northern end of the world's longest barn, I'm Scott Schultz in Eau Claire. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Furnace on the Fritz? Whether it's a quick fix or time for something new, you need a dealer who knows what it takes to warm things up. And a Bryant dealer does whatever it takes. It takes attention to detail, the right tools, and friendly, knowledgeable service. Bottom line, it takes a Bryant dealer to bring the heat. Al Byers Indoor Comfort Systems in Cambridge and Janesville for fast furnace service. Bryant, whatever it takes. There is no reason to be intimidated by words like gold, diamonds, jewels. No reason at all, especially when you stop into Goodman's Jewelers, 220 State Street, same location they've been at for over 85 years because they haven't been in business that long by intimidating people. They've been in that business by having beautiful pieces at all price points, whether it be an engagement ring, a wedding band, a pendant, maybe even a necklace, birthday, anniversaries, so many different occasions to give such beautiful jewelry that is very affordable. And of course, they've got the bling bling, the shine and diamonds, but they also have a great selection of other exotic gemstones and a lot of the cuts that are super hot these days. They may have that traditional feel, that traditional customer service, but they also have the new modern looks of today. Stop in and take a look at their jewelry case. Talk to the staff. Find out what it is that they have and what it is that they can create. Go online, goodmansjewelers.com. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Filling your daily quota of cows and sows, it's the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 519 as we get rolling on a Wednesday morning and time to find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. So I told Josh and Reba at the beginning this week, this is just one of those marathon weeks for us. They were at Ag Day at the Capitol yesterday. We're leaving for the Corn Soy Expo this afternoon. Uh, weekend activities. You know, the good news about this year versus this time last year, I remember being at the Corn Soy Expo last year and my truck had to sit because I was there for two days and my biggest fear was it going to start because the polar vortex was still hanging on to us last year. We're colder this morning than we were yesterday morning, but I still, I'll take this versus last year. Well, yeah, the colder temperatures of this morning, they really resemble the normal nighttime lows. I mean, the normal nighttime low, Madison, 13, 10 degrees at La Crosse, everybody else falling in between. We're not that far away from that level. Yes, temperatures aren't going to warm up a great deal today, maybe back almost to our normal high. But we aren't going to be in the deep freeze. There's no doubt there. There's still high pressure around, and it's going to try to keep a little sunshine around. 
not going to be too successful in southern and southeast Wisconsin because the next low is building up all the way from Texas. That low is expected to move from Texas up toward Arkansas, ending up by late tonight, early tomorrow morning through Kentucky, Tennessee, and into Ohio. As it gets that close, we can expect some precipitation, especially in the south and east, even a slight chance of a little light snow further on to the west. Uh, Lacrosse, Boston, I'm talking about you. That chance starting to pop in here into the day tomorrow, just not going to amount to a great deal at all. The radar indicating most of the snow, Texas, Oklahoma, into southeast Kansas this morning, a little light snow southwest and west parts of Iowa, maybe a flurry in far southwest Wisconsin. Only very light precipitation is what we expect. And although temperatures stay a little cooler, they're more like normal for this time of the year. And we even head to a little bit above normal. As we wrap up the week, there'll be another disturbance and another small chance of light snow as we look into the weekend. But again, light snow, sweep it off a windshield, sweep it off the back step. That should be about the most we have to deal with here, even as we head into next week. Next week, a little mild air starts building back in. Let's talk about uh, even low or possibly mid-30s for highs, sounding a bit more pleasant as well. I'll check forecast details right after this. The Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association invites you to join us for our annual conference held at Chula Vista Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Held February 21st and 22nd, this is an opportunity for beef producers to network, learn how to improve management on their farm, and receive legislative updates. We are also excited to welcome the UW Extension Beef and Dairy Wellbeing Conference, also held on Friday, February 21st. Visit WisconsinCattlemen.com to become a member and register today. Ever walk across your cornfield and find a nice surprise? Like that favorite vice grip that fell off the planter last spring. Well, next fall you might just come upon an even bigger treasure. More corn, thanks to Acuron Herbicide. Acuron gives you 5 to 15 more bushels an acre than any other herbicide when used in a pre-emergence application at full label rates. To discover your 5 to 15 bushels, talk to your Syngenta retailer. Acuron yield advantage range based on 2016 Syngenta and university trials. Always read and follow label instructions. Acuron is a restricted-use pesticide. 523. All right, Stu, go ahead. Give us that forecast. All right, Pam. Well, I'm going to call for a mostly cloudy day, at least a mostly cloudy start. Lacrosse, Mauston, even Fond du Lac and Oshkosh could see a little more sun later today. Further south and east, Beaver Dam, Madison, a little more cloud cover. Not a bad day, though. Mid-20s could be an upper 20 at Lacrosse with the northeast breeze about 5. Overnight in the south, a slight chance of light snow. Cloudy skies everywhere, though. We fall down to around 20. The north winds at 5. Everybody has that chance for just a bit of light snow early on tomorrow. And then skies will become mostly sunny. It clears out that quickly. And we make our way up toward the low 30s with the north winds at 5. Clouds redevelop. We stay fairly mild. Low 30s Friday. North winds becoming southerly in the day at about 5. Friday night, Saturday, a little light snow around. Low 30s Saturday. And a bit of a snow chance even Sunday, Pam. But mid-30s. And like I've said, next week, mid-30s. Maybe an upper 30 here or there. Pretty mild as we push toward that middle of February. Uh, you know, not the polar vortex of a year ago. We haven't had the the tons and tons yeah. of snow either. So, you know, yeah. not a bad winter. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a winter where I don't have to do stories about collapsed buildings or, you know, like you said, uh, the terrible freeze out there. It Maybe this is the beginning of the good news we're hoping for in 2020. What do you think, Stu? 
cross your fingers. I've got mine crossed, and I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Josh will be along with you tomorrow. All right. Well, you have a good day. See ya. Stumach, Craig, meteorologist with those weather details. Like we said, it's it's colder out there today than it was yesterday, but I bet you can handle it. Lacrosse, you're clear, 12 above. Mauston, clear and 10 degrees. Fond du Lac, clear and 12 degrees. Beaver Dam, clear and 12 degrees. At the airport, Madison, we've got partly cloudy skies, 16 degrees. So the weather did not hinder our folks coming in for Ag Day at the Capitol yesterday. Josh and Reba were there. They bring you details, including comments from Governor Tony Evers after uh, 5.30 and and uh, all are welcome at the beginning of the Corn Soy Expo starting tomorrow. More details coming up. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's a grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for a number of money-saving member benefits on equipment, autos, travel, and insurance. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. We're on mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at RuralMutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. In baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer. As we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. I'm Jordana Brewster. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. I'm Matt Damon. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. Visit StandUpToCancer.org slash MLB. Stand up with us. Carrier has a complete line of home heating products to keep your family comfortable this winter without burning your budget. With smart temperature management and remote access options, it's easier than ever to control your home's climate. And Carrier energy-efficient systems can help reduce utility bills without sacrificing comfort. For more complete comfort and greater peace of mind, turn to your Carrier expert. Call your Carrier factory-authorized dealer, Parker Heating and Cooling in Madison. Have a great time with family and friends at the entertainment environment in the golf suites at Vitense Golfland. Have fun while you watch Packer and Badger football games in your private golf suite. Relax in comfortable chairs and bar top tables as you enjoy food and drink items off the signature Hole and Grill bar served by friendly waitstaff. Top Tracer is available in every bay of the golf suites. Point Games Played Like Darts is an awesome game for any level of golfer, even new players. Watch, eat, practice, and play in the golf suites at Vitense Golfland. Mmm, need to get some rest. This is the worst headache ever. Mmm, right arm's all tingly all of a sudden. Must have slept on the last night. I keep losing my balance. These old bones need some exercise. Granddaddy, what you just said doesn't even make sense. It sounds like gibberish. Signs like these could be more than what they seem. They could be a sign of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. 
sudden trouble walking or difficulty with balance, or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Battles aren't won solely on the field. That's a common misconception. Battles are won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. In that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a physical training event. Promises to one's community. Healthy people move debris out of their house. Promises to one's country. In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise forever kept. A promise of battles won. Another rig your ride idea from Madison Auto Trim. This time of year, jumping into your car can feel as if you're sitting on a frozen slab of rock-solid ice. Get a seat heater from Madison Auto Trim. We install one seat, two seat, and even seat heaters with massage. It's added comfort, and it'll heat up your hiney in no time. Madison Auto Trim and Accessories. Affordable luxury you deserve to have. Improve what you already got and rig your ride with Madison Auto Trim. We say good morning to the Zach Heilprin, Sports Director, WOZN, and the Wisconsin Sports on Radio Network, and host of The Swing, which was on fire last night. In fuego. Good morning, Zach. Morning, guys. Zach, it's so good you got everyone else, the competition, retweeting it. Yeah, did you see that, Zach? The, 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 what's left to co- I mean, Ebo and I put them all down, but what's left of the competition is retweeting your stuff. You're so popular now. Yes, I noticed that. I pointed that out to Evo because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I chuckled, too. I mean, the, the zone logo's all over it. I, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's fantastic, and I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to not going to mention it to anybody over there. No, Zach, they, they hate us because they ain't us. I mean, just yeah. that's, that's what it is, brother. They're ain't us? No, ain't it's, us. It's oh. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic, either way, no matter uh, what. So uh, I listened last night heading home from uh, the gym. Uh, great introspective thinking in the sauna at the Princeton Club West. Uh, and then I jumped in my car and listened to a little swing with you and Jesse Temple and heard a little bit of the Jim Polzine uh, commentary as well. And if people don't realize or put two and two together, he was the reporter from the State Journal that obviously sat down with Kobe King, Kobe King and put the article out there last week during the middle of all this. So, you know, A, how surprised was Jim that, that King agreed to it and, you know, so close kind of with all this going on? What was Polzine's reaction, I wonder? Yeah, he was a little – I mean, I think – he was a little surprised, but he also had a history with Kobe because uh, he had done some stories on him. And so if there was going to be a local reporter that was going to sit down with him, it was probably going to be Jim just because he has that relationship with him. And, um, you know, he, the way that everyone attacked well, – I'll be honest. The way everybody attacked both Kobe and Great Guard, I and mean, it went both ways uh, after the news came out, he felt he needed to say something. And uh, Jim was there to listen, and uh, he went out and said something. And uh, it, that – his comments – Kobe's comments went, um, you know, went all over the place, and uh, the, the dislike or the hate for Greg Gar picked up even more. But you know, um, it's a it's a he said she said type of thing right now with 
with uh, the, the program and the players in the program saying, you know, we, we support Greg Gard and everything like that. And then you've got Kobe on the other side. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to get a, uh, a clear exact right down to this, right down to the word of what exactly happened there. Uh, visiting with our sports director, Zach Halpern. And then you know, the other big piece of it is obviously the game on Saturday and the, the stunning you know, fashion and manner that they win that thing, Zach, down to seven scholarship players. You know, you have one of your starters, a former Mr. Basketball top recruit, uh, quitting the program for, you know, 48 hours earlier. Uh, how surprised were all you guys, you and Jesse and Jim, just everybody there on Saturday covering the game that they were able to show up and put the performance they did on Saturday? Well, I, I thought going in that they were going to put up a good effort. There, I didn't. I didn't think they were going to roll over because that just would not be Wisconsin to roll over at a you know in a tough situation. But for them to, for them, for them to shoot the way that they did in the first half was you know ridiculous. They shot fifty-seven percent, and it was. I mean, even you know Brevin Pritzel pulling out of Kobe like the, the fadeaway um, shot down in the post. I mean, that was that was as good an effort they had first half wise as, as they've had all year. And then for them to hold on late and just not score a basket in the last seven minutes and still win that game was a total Wisconsin second half, right? I mean, they, they shoot like crap, but they play good enough defensively. Get, get a little help from Xavier Tillman, not be able to finish around the rim and uh, pulled out a win that they absolutely had to, that they absolutely had to have, not just for this season, but just, you know, for great guard and for the, the program itself. So um, surprised at that they won the game. Yes. But, the fact that they gave a lot of effort and everything like that, I, I wasn't surprised about that. What was the um, what was the scene like after the game when Greg Gard was at the presser? Because correct me if I'm wrong, you mentioned yesterday that then in your article at MadCitySportsOne.com, again that's MadCitySportsOne.com, that there was booing of Greg Gard pregame, yeah. and then was his family with him after the game, or how did that all work? Yeah, so um, and apparently it wasn't overly noticeable because I asked uh, Jim Polzine about that on the show yesterday, and he said he didn't even he didn't even hear it but there was some booing from the uh i think largely from the student section uh we talked i don't know if we mentioned this last week but there was after the kobe thing came down at one of the dorms downtown there was a fire great guard now or fire great guard asap on one of the like huge huge letters like uh like three floors mm-hmm. um down at one of the dorms and so there's some angst among the the student population down there and it kind of came out with some boos and i don't know if that affects him but I certainly do think it affects his family. I do think it carries over to his family and them having to deal with it in the community, his kids having to go to school and hear people, you know, trashing their dad. So, you know, I could probably count on one hand the number of times that his family's been in a post-game press conference, but they were there after the game on Saturday. And it was just his immediate family, and I think maybe, but it, I, it, I don't think it affects him, but I do think it affects them, and that's, I think, why they were there. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, a Wisconsin dairy farmer in the audience last night for the President's State of the Union address in Washington, D.C., and we had more than 300 farmers that made the trek into Madison yesterday, Ag Day at the Capitol. How you doing, everybody? Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee along with you at 535 on a Wednesday morning. Don't forget, tomorrow we'll be checking in from the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, the beginning of the Corn Soy Expo. That two-day event is open to anybody that's interested in production agriculture, be you an agribusiness or a producer yourself. We're talking more about that in just a moment. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So on this day, back in 1909, the world's first synthetic plastic was developed. 
It was introduced at a meeting of the American Chemical Society by a Belgian chemist. So really, the world did change. The first synthetic plastic introduced on this date back in 1909. On this date in 1869, the biggest gold nugget in history was found. Where do you think it was? I bet some of you say Alaska. Nope. The biggest gold nugget in history called the Welcome Stranger was actually found in Australia. 71.08 kilograms. That is a whopper. And for you badgers out there on this date in 1849, the University of Wisconsin officially opened its doors. 20 students led by Professor John W. Sterling. So on this date in 1849, badgers were born, essentially. And now you know. Well, as I said, we'll be up at the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo for the next two days, not only covering all of the great speakers that are going to be there, but visiting with our industry leaders as well. Bob Carl's executive director of the Wisconsin Soybean Association says, despite the depressed commodity prices, the number of people already registered for Corn Soy Expo this year is up. We're very pleased. Um, you know, we were concerned because you know, farmers, it's not been a great year. I actually talked to a farmer today that uh, with the melting of some snow, he sees 150 acres of corn that he's going to try to get off, um, but he's also coming to the conference. So we just want to encourage people that are, uh, you know, you can register right there on site. Come on in. Um, a great program. The program is listed on cornsoyexpo.org um, to go get the full list. But we have, you know, the latest and greatest in research findings with our um Professors from the university, you know, Dr. Conley, Dr. Smith, Dr. Lebowski, you know, um, Rodrigo Werla. I mean, we, they're all going to be there speaking, Joe Lauer. Um, and then we have marketing, talking about market prospects and aspects, uh, a little bit of politics always. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll also have some mental health sessions going on as well. So trying to hit all the issues that are of concern of farmers of today. And if people have not been to the Kalahari Resort in the last, I'll say, six, eight months, you have got a fantastic expansion on your trade show. Yeah, we're in a whole new facility right there at the Kalahari. We have not moved. Um, But we're very excited to be in the new space here for 2020. You can't miss it from uh, the interstate there at exit 92. Um, we just encourage everybody to come. We have room for you. It's a bigger facility. Uh, trade show is, we have a full trade show for you. We have Porkapalooza in the evening, um, for people to come and enjoy. It's a different format this year where we'll kind of be incorporated into the trade show with kind of a, a reception for everybody to socialize, uh, learn the latest in the pork industry, um, with different chefs preparing things right there for us by the trade show. So it's not a separate event. So every, We'll all be together and um, spend time with our great exhibitors and sponsors and hang out with your uh, fellow farmers. Right. You know, and that's actually something I want to focus in a little more on, Bob. Uh, winter is a difficult time any year in Wisconsin, but especially when you're dealing di- with difficult economic challenges. Uh, getting together, that camaraderie, leaning against the wall with somebody and just chatting a little bit, that can really do you not only good as far as education's concerned, but good as far as the mental stress. Right. Everybody thinks they're in this on their own, and they're not. And uh, there are, you have friends and neighbors and, and fellow farmers that are there, um, many of them going through many of the same challenges, if not want to be there to help you. 
Um, and it's, it's a great time of the year to get together and uh, learn what's coming down the pike in the future. And, you know, we always say farmers are the eternal optimists. We just want to make sure that all farmers are, are optimistic and, and look forward to the future and all the promise that's there for them. Well, and this is also an excellent time to touch base. I always encourage farmers to think about renewing their membership to the Wisconsin Soybean Association, Wisconsin Corn Growers, Wisconsin Pork Association. This is really, shall we say, another example of where the rubber meets the road on how those associations and organizations mobilize and get to work. Sure. We're, we just came off the signing last week of the, we'll call it the, it's the USMCA, but for many they call it the new NAFTA, and that's fine because that's what indeed it is. It's something that's favorable for all of our members that'll be there. That is something that corn growers, pork producers, and soybean association were on the ground. Uh, therefore, we had our farmer representative standing right behind the president last week as he signed that. Um, Brad Kramer from uh, the Soybean Association was there. He's on the national board as the American Soybean Association as a treasurer. Doug Rebout, I know, was there with the corn growers. I'm sure there were representatives there from the pork industry as well because it's so vital, but that's something that was worked on by farmers through their membership dollars. Mm-hmm. And like we said, you can take care of that while you're there. So, again, walk-up registration, whether I want to come for Thursday, Friday, or both, right, Bob? That's right. We'll welcome you at any time. So there you go. Bob Carls, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Soybean Association. Open invitation to anyone involved in agriculture, agribusiness, or just curious. Join us. Corn Soy Expo kicks off tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. with an early riser session, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Go to cornsoyexpo.org for more details. It's 542. If we all go in on energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for some big rewards. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Time is money in agriculture today. That's why now is a good time to spend a little money getting your farm equipment repaired before spring. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for my friends at McFarland, 780 Carolina Street, in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12, where everything is all under one roof. That includes the ag machinery and power equipment technicians. McFarland's got the best in Wisconsin, and they want to help keep your equipment in tip-top shape. Think about the harvest of 2019, the erratic weather. Your farm equipment took a pounding. Now's a good time to bring your machinery in and make sure you're ready to go when the fields thaw this spring. Plus, you can take advantage of special discounts on parts and service with a qualifying AGCO PM360 inspection to make sure you catch problems before they shut you down in the middle of the planting season. Let's learn from our lessons and try to be proactive with that parts and service offer from McFarland's Sauk City. Ever walk across your cornfield and find a nice surprise? Like that favorite vice grip that fell off the planter last spring. Well, next fall, you might just come upon an even bigger treasure. More corn, thanks to Acuron Herbicide. Acuron gives you 5 to 15 more bushels an acre than any other herbicide when used in a pre-emergence application at full label rates. To discover your 5 to 15 bushels, talk to your Syngenta retailer. Acuron yield advantage range based on 2016 Syngenta and university trials. Always read and follow label instructions. Acuron is a restricted-use pesticide. 
We'll bring you comments from Governor Tony Evers at Ag Day at the Capitol in just a little bit. You know, there is a lot of policy movement right now happening at the Statehouse. One bill that is going to be introduced shortly is going to ask for about $100,000 from the state that could go to farmers of any age for business classes. This legislation will be introduced by State Senator Luther Olson, representing District 14, kind of eastern Wisconsin, around that Oshkosh area. His goal here is to make sure that farmers are getting a little extra training when it comes to business management. Luther Olson says the School of Hard Knocks in Agriculture gets very expensive and causes a lot of stress on farm families. Years ago, one of the farm groups or somebody said that agriculture is a way of life. It's a way of life, but it's really a business. And if you don't do the business, you're not going to have the way of life. And one of the things, people need to understand business and the business of farming. Because if you don't get your business right, you're not going to be successful. And so what we've discovered and thought, how do you learn business? You can learn at the old trial and error. School of Hard Nights is pretty expensive. And so if you're going to be successful, you need to formally learn the business of running a business. Wisconsin Senator Luther Olson says the goal of this business training is to make sure that farmers have the tools to be able to evaluate their business model, find out where they're maybe making some mistakes and correct those mistakes. He said it's all about giving the farmer the power to turn things around. His motivation behind this, not just the bad economy, but the toll that the bad economy has taken on farm families and in turn the escalated number of farmer suicides we've seen around the state. So we'll wait and see how that legislation advances. Markets in Chicago overnight are not advancing. We had kind of a turnaround Tuesday going on yesterday, but it's so far fizzed out as far as corn. March corn's unchanged, December corn unchanged at 392 and three quarters. March beans are up about a nickel at 884. November beans up almost six cents at 924. The wheat for March is up about a nickel at 562. July new crop wheat, three and a half cents higher right now, 558 a bushel. Barrel cheese on Tuesday gained a penny and a half at 147. 40 pound block cheese was down a half at 191 and a half. Double A butter dropped two and a half cents to 188 a pound. March milk's down two overnight at 1728. April milk's unchanged at 1725 a hundredweight. Coming up next, a few comments from Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers as he addressed more than 300 farmers at the Monona Terrace Convention Center yesterday. It was Ag Day at the Capitol. You get to listen in next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Battles aren't won solely on the field. That's a common misconception. Battles are won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. In that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a physical training event. Promises to one's community. Healthy people move debris out of their house. Promises to one's country. In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise. 
forever kept. A promise of battles won. Join Case IH at Johnson Tractor's open house Friday, February 21st at the Janesville location. Come for pancakes and a sneak peek of the all-new AFS Connect Case IH Magnum. Presentations will be held at 9 and 11 a.m. Mark it down. Make it there. Johnson Tractor's open house Friday, February 21st in Janesville. Johnson Tractor from land to lawn. Some of America's bravest warriors are returning home wounded. Here's one of them. My name is Norberto Lara. While I was on a combat patrol, a rocket propelled grenade took my arm off at the shoulder. I was discharged from the Army, and I've been working with the Wounded Warrior Project since 2007. You don't have to be severely wounded. A lot of guys have post-traumatic stress disorder. Being able to share your story kind of helps you wrap your mind around what did happen over there. My name is Norby, and yes, I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, but I'm okay. Don't suffer in silence. Contact WoundedWarriorProject.org. If you've ever driven a tractor, you're her friend. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Josh Scramlin's got the reins tomorrow. It's the beginning of the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. And, of course, I'll be there. So will Reba McClone. We're fanned out across the state, making sure that there's not a farm meeting occurring, a conversation that's happening about Wisconsin agriculture. We're bringing you those stories, and that includes recapping some of the action from yesterday's Ag Day at the Capitol. I said earlier more than 300 farmers were at the Monona Terrace Convention Center ready to be briefed on the issues that impact their business, then going up to the Capitol to visit with their elected representatives and senators. Governor Tony Evers took time out of his schedule to join the group at the Monona Terrace Convention Center. He wanted to make sure that the audience understood he believes in Wisconsin agriculture, he believes in our rural communities, and now he says all he wants is cooperation to keep the conversations going. Here's some of his comments before farmers yesterday during Ag Day at the Capitol. Farmers have supported our state and uh, for generations, and our state has survived because of your resilience and dedication to your work. That's why after talking with farmers and folks in rural Wisconsin, I used my State of the State address to announce my three-pronged plan starting to address the issues of, uh, of ag industries and rural Wisconsin that, uh, that they're facing. The first step of our plan was calling a special session in the legislature to meet and take up eight bills that I proposed. And I see a couple of legislators in the room here today, so I'm guessing they're not meeting on those bills right today. But uh, many of those proposals were in my original budget uh, before they were removed from the Joint Finance Committee. They're crafted after hearing directly from the folks and the organization that represent them uh, what the issues were and what, what hard times were all about. These bills addressed uh, things like providing the resources to farmers closer to home through the county agents and the farm center, creating a new farm-to-fork program, connecting farmers and their products with local hospitals, businesses, and universities, creating a new regional mental health program for farmers, as well as supporting the diversification of products. We also, uh, you know, unfortunately, the legislature didn't take them up last week, but the good news is, and I, you folks can verify this if, is, if I'm correct, 
They gaveled in, but they did not gavel out. So my guess is that the legislature is not only still considering the eight bills that we propose, but they're also looking at uh, uh, some other solutions that uh, they can come up with. Frankly, I'll tell you right now, I don't care who gets the credit for this. I don't care at all. All I want us to do is work together and have some good conversations and actually do what's right for rural Wisconsin. So I have had some conversations with Republicans in the legislature who are somewhat in favor of some of our proposals. So that's all good things. So I'm hopeful that means we can come to the table, listen to farmers and organizations such as the Farm Bureau, and we can get some things and some really important work done. And please, please, please stay engaged. It's so important because we have to start someplace and we have to start today. The first step of our plan is to, is to do those bills I just talked about. The second one is, uh, is of the plan is to make sure our farmers and egg uh, industries and our rural communities are part of our state's economic development uh, pro- portfolio. It can't all be around so- southeast Wisconsin, folks. It's got to be a 72-county issue. So I established a Blue Ribbon Commission to work on long-term strategies to invest in agriculture and rural prosperity in our state, not based on what I believe or what people in in the Capitol believe, but based on the feedback and the input from folks like you. Finally, the third prong of our plan is to work with the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation to establish an an office of rural prosperity to provide a one-stop shopping uh, opportunity for folks to navigate the state programs and the resources that are tailored to rural Wisconsin. Now, I know all this is just scratching the surface. This is not a silver bullet, but I do believe with what we have proposed, I have proposed, what these legislators are working on now, that we are going to make some meaningful, comprehensive steps towards farmers and our rural communities, and they are crafted with the help of all of you. Governor Tony Evers, as he addressed the more than 300 farmers gathered together at the Monona Terrace Convention Center in Madison yesterday for Ag Day at the Capitol. And again, his theme, cooperation, trying to make sure that we're having good conversations about what's challenging Wisconsin agriculture, our rural communities. He has called for a special session just to deal with the dairy situation in the state. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss said that they also have a group of bills that they want to introduce in the next couple of weeks, also designed to address what's happening with Wisconsin agriculture, our dairy industry, and our rural infrastructure. So a developing story for sure. Let's just hope that the conversations keep happening. And of course, if they're happening, we'll be bringing you the details. We'll catch up with you tomorrow at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, the 2020 Wisconsin Corn So 